Hey guys, we're back here at Starfire Golf Club with our buddy Josh, and we are going to give you guys a little bit of a Ryder Cup preview this week. Josh, say hi to the guys. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for having me on again. Much appreciated. Well, your numbers were so stonky when you first came on, we had to have you back. So, <laughs> But this is a good one. Ryder Cup 2023. It's in Rome this year. So what are your thoughts of the U.S.'s chances? I know they haven't won in Europe for couple decades now it seems i think it was the early 90s yeah around 93 what do you what do you think what do you think their chances are this year i think they they do have a good chance um i think they they seem a little more um well-rounded uh i think you know they got a couple you know players who were in the mix all year this year and you know even the captain's picks i think are great you know so let's talk about some, let's talk about some captains. Picks. All right, so let's, let's talk get into about that. Some let's get picks. into that. You know as well as I do because you follow golf the same way I do. There's one name on Team USA that's really really controversial. And that's Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, who I will go on record again as saying, has always been really really great around Ryder Cups. However. His play this year on tour has not been him. Do you feel that this captain's pick was a good pick? I do. Um, and just looking at his body of work, what he's done in the Ryder Cup, I think, you know, he's he's shown up when he's had to. Okay. You know, but like you were saying, during, you know, the, this year, it's it's been awful. He has not played well at all. He's been so up. It's been a huge roller coaster for him. And, you know, he. but, you know, the Ryder Cup's different. The Ryder Cup is, it's not your average event. It's not, there's a lot more at stake here. Right. And there's guys out there, especially more and more now, that they thrive in that. They thrive True. in that pressure. They're- and And... And they take it up a notch when they have to, and okay. but it, this is going to be the test right here because it now is. because because you're, you're right he was super controversial, you know, on this pick because, because the of, name that I personally would have liked to have seen outside of Thomas is a guy that's had Ryder Cups experience I believe himself was but this was early two thousands maybe early two thousand tens was Keegan Bradley, and Keegan had a really good year too and. I don't know if you saw online, but I think Netflix banged him. Did you see this? Oh, so, no, I didn't. Keegan was recently on the Foreplay podcast, the Barstool mm-hmm. Foreplay podcast, okay. and he was talking to him about the, the Ryder Cup and his selection. He said the night before, Netflix called him up to do the full swing and wanted to be there with him when he got the call. In his mind, he's thinking, dude, I made it. Like, why else would Netflix want to be here? Come to find out, I think Netflix got an inside look of what the picks were. They knew he wasn't going to get picked and wanted to be there to catch that reaction. Oh, man. And he talks about this on the Foreplay podcast. Wow. And, dude, you can tell, like, it hurt. Like, it hurt him. If that's the case, then, yeah, that's that's hard. But that's um, hard. we're looking at these other captain's picks. Fowler, Spieth, Burns, and Morikawa. I can't really can't argue with those. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't either. I'm not too familiar with Burns, um, but you know, obviously the other three names. I Sam Burns. If, if I'm not, I, I I've I know of him and I've he's seen. He's LSU. I feel, he played at LSU, correct? I, I 
Is I'm either not LSU sure. Or Texas, I actually, he's one of the few guys on tour I, I really don't know much about. Uh, I just I see his name in the mix all the time. Right. So I, I you know I and I've seen him swing it a couple times, but I don't really know too much about him. And you know, off to him though, he's you know he got picked and he's earned this spot, and that's that's. Great. So, Congratulations to him. So speaking of Team USA, you have your earned picks. Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, Wyndham Clark, and Brian Harmon. If you were putting your own team together and you had your six captain's picks, would the list deviate from what, your, what was picked? Are there anyone out there that you saw throughout the year that you would have wanted to put on there? Hmm. I can't – what comes to mind right now – and those are good picks. Those are guys who are like. Do you throw a Keegan Bradley in there? Do you throw a um, God? Who was the? Uh, I'm blanking. I, I would probably yeah. I would probably put Keegan Bradley in, and I'd probably put, maybe over over Burns. Yeah, just because again, that ex- this is different. It's you right. know the experience really matters here. I, I, I really and you know and he's playing well so it's so we're, we'll we'll stay focused on Team USA now okay we were talking about and then we'll get into to Team Europe but we were talking mm-hmm. about the format how it's four ball then scramble and then individual for the first two days who do you think gets paired up what pairings are you looking at I mean with Thomas in there you have you have to figure one of these days if they're gonna play Thomas. On one of these first two days, he's really good friends with Spieth and Fowler. Do they pair him with him for that, just for that familiarity of these guys playing in Jupiter throughout the year by themselves, so he feels com- comfortable and maybe can find his mojo again? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if 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 I was him, or if I could pair it up, I would pair him with Spieth just because they're day ones. Yeah, they they uh, they are. They've known each other since they were, you know. Kids, okay, yeah. So they, you know that, and they've played in the body of work again. They've played well in the, in, in you know, in these team events. So, you know, I think that's keep that recipe going. I wouldn't change that one. I would if I could pair them up. That would be a big one right there. So there's there's one name on here to me that stands out, and we were talking about this before we started recording. We talked about how the Europeans have always tried to choose their team based on camaraderie and team. And that the, that the U.S. traditionally has always gone with who has the hot hand at the moment. And um, I think the script was a little bit flipped this year. I know, the, uh, I know Zach Johnson wanted to talk, kind of alluded to that when he was talking about his picks. And he wanted to bring more of that camaraderie and team feel into this team going into Rome. But um, I don't know if I buy it because if that was the case on the U.S. side, you would have had Dustin Johnson and Patrick Reed. On the European side, you would have you would have had Poulter and Sergio Garcia, who while are older in their career, might not be playing the best throughout the year. It's fact that they have always shown up at Ryder Cups and they ball out. Yep. So agreed. Now, what those names have in common this year is that they're live golfers. <laughs> now, you listening, if you follow this and you know the picks already, you can say, <laughs> "Well, 
Brooks Kepka is on the U.S. team, and this is true, but he earned his spot. Yeah. Through points, he earned a spot on that team. He was not a captain's pick. So I wonder two things. One, who do you pair Kepka with? Because from what I've seen a lot of things in is there's how the media portrays this whole live golf and PGA quote divide. And then there's the way you hear these guys talk about themselves in interviews. Brooks lives out there in Jupiter with the rest of these guys. And from what I understand, gets yeah. along with all of them. Yeah. they. From what it sounds like, they, yeah, it's like nothing's so like, it's all just on the outside. There's this divide. So who do you pair Brooks with? And now that we don't have a Captain America like Patrick Reed has always been referred to as because he shows up in these, mm-hmm. who can fill that spot? Who can be that automatic Captain America for Team USA? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a tough one because there <clears throat> there really isn't there really isn't a guy like that right now on on this on that I'm looking at that you can you know. I can't. I don't see a like, an, like a good anchor for that third day, you know. And it's, ah, uh, man. The two names to me that pick out that stand out as anchors, guys that they show up in big moments and they just have that dog in them. And these guys, all these guys, have that dog in them. For or sure. Or they want to be the be on the tour for and be, sure. and be making the money that they make. For sure. But the two like dogs. They're different. Yeah. To me, that stand out are Scheffler and Kepka. Yeah, I mean, Kepka has always made it known that he's about the big moment. Mm-hmm. He 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 plays golf, and yeah, the tournaments are great, but he chases the majors because those are the big moments. Definitely, this is another big. Here's moment. that test. If you want to, yeah, if you want to be that guy, like um, yeah, definitely. You know, I see. On this list as well, I see another guy that just shows up week in, week out, and you didn't really know much about him until he won the British Open. Is Brian Harmon? Dude, that guy's a top ten finisher. Yeah. More often than not, week in, week out. Yep, I've heard of him for been hearing been hearing about him for a long time. So I've, it's good that you know he has finally got his breakthrough. Right. And that's, you know. That's great to see because, you know, these guys, um, you know, to an extent, you, you, you know, it's, you don't want to, you do need that, you do need the golfers that are playing their best, you know, at that moment, to an extent, you know, I understand you do also need those veterans there too, but it's, you know, I think he's a perfect example of that, of, you know, he is just, he has hit the, you know, so he's going you- up. So if we put Thomas and Spieth together, mm-hmm. could you see them throwing Scheffler and Kepka together? Or because of their personalities in golf, do you want to put them with someone else? Like I, maybe, like maybe Scheffler and Morikawa, and yeah. Kepka and Homa. Yeah, I, I yeah, because or Kepka and you know, well, I don't think Kepka is going to play with with uh, Cantlay. Yeah, I don't see those two. <laughs> no, I, but maybe I can't Kepka, imagine that. No. Maybe Kepka and Fowler. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best move because um, you know you don't 
sometimes it doesn't work when you got two, you know, you got two alphas in there that are the top dog, think they're the top dog right now. And, you know, sometimes it's best to let them, you know, keep them based, separate. Based on their play, honestly, I think Cantlay and Harmon are a really good match. Mm, yeah. I think that would be now, in terms of people, how they people, play. Yeah. People have made the innuendos that they play slow. Patrick, don't know much about about why he is as methodic as he is. But after the British Open, he was asked about this in various podcasts, and he said the only reason I did that was because I was told I was moving too fast earlier in my career. So I started taking extra practice swings to slow myself down. Now people want to say, say it's a problem, but was it a problem? It wasn't a problem at the British Open, was it? No. I mean, so, but based on their just their their approach, their meth- their methodical approach to play hmm. I really think those two could be a good match yeah and I think it could be one of those those matches that gets under the skin of the other of the other there always other. is one like you have to like, that's what Patrick one. is always good at like his play he gets under the, the other team's skin and that might be this year's team right there yep there's always a match where it's you know you you've you know you should win it or whoever's supposed to win it and then they end up getting upset and that's that's the nature of this of this event particularly that's right. why i love it so much that's why it, it's just it's so different in, in terms of everything it's just um it's one of the real real big joys to see just how uh how hyped and uh amped this event can get too <laughs> so so like we said it's being hosted in rome this year so yeah. let's go over to team europe Mm-hmm. The uh, earned picks were Rom, Hovland, McElroy, Hatton, Fitzpatrick, and a guy named Ro- Robert McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I think he's more of a DP DP World Tour player. Okay. But those were our earned are the guys that through points and everything earned a spot on the team. Got it. Now the captain's picks were Aberg, Fleetwood, Lowry, Rose, Straka, and Hogard. Nicola Hogard. Mm. So, what do you think about Team Europe right now? Uh, they look, you know, they're those earned spots. You know, those are well-known names. You know, everyone, you, you know, dude, Vic, like, yeah, you yeah, I mean, yeah, you got, you, you have the guy right now who is the hottest of the hottest right now. You, you top and, the the top three names on that list right now are Rom, Hovland, and McElroy. Yeah. And honestly, if I'm gonna tell you. Out of those earned picks, who I think the weakest is right now, I think it's McElroy, and that and that right there in itself, and that's not a knock on. I know I knock on Rory all the time, mm-hmm. like that's not to say he's bad, right? But the, everyone else has just found something in their game where they're just they're just they're doing it on another level. The only thing that worries me about Rory right now is what's been his Achilles' heel for the last two seasons or so. Is his putting? Yeah, and you know, I think he's. Yeah, I definitely agree. His putting, uh, you know, his, his putting has definitely hurt him. You know, I don't know if it's, you know, again, I don't know his day to day, you know, but I, I, I would imagine he puts a lot of work in on the putting green, just as much as anyone. Yeah. But you know, maybe he's, maybe like that Lucas Glover effect, where he might have to try new different things and if and and just find what works you know and i think that's 
probably what it's going to have to come down to with him because you know he obviously is one of the best ball strikers and he's he, he hits it he, he hits still hits it the ball. furthest yeah and I mean I don't he doesn't have a problem getting to the green but you're right it's from it's, tee to green he's one one of, of the best one of the best if not the best player in the world for sure no it's doubt once that ball is on the green is where and it used to not be his problem but for some reason the last few years putting which used to be automatic for him mm-hmm. just seems to be a, a bit of a struggle i agree and you know and, and it could and it's just it's many things it's that's the thing with putting it's just the thoughts it's like a big old web They're right just a <laughs> web of thoughts and you're just trying to are you reading the green right yeah is, is it, it the right time of day right. how are they rolling is it me is do i need to change what I'm doing is it how I approach the putt? Like you see these guys, it, they'll, they'll change styles of putter, yeah, length of putter, the way they grip the grip the putter, and, and all of that can get in your head and just mess with you. Yeah, and and I think a lot of the guys that try that get they get lost in that. You know, they forget to just keep it simple. Do what works. Do what feels best to right. you. You know, and and sometimes if that's being a little uncomfortable, you know. For the, for the moment, because you know you're going to put a lot of work in. That uncomfortability is only for a split second. Apparently, the, uh, the whole European team, I think it was last week, played the DP World Tours like signature event, the BMW Championship, mm-hmm. and they all played very, very well. And you know what? That's something that was afforded to them, these guys, to be able to get out on the course all at the same time, yeah. play with each other, see what's going on. I I didn't really watch much of it, but I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere a lot of these guys were paired up in same in the same mm-hmm. groupings together. But there's a name on this European list that I love because I love how animated the man is. It's Terrell Hatton. <laughs> Dude, yes. I can't wait to see this guy in a Ryder Cup at the Ryder Cup. Like he like I was talking to my dad, and we love watching Terrell Hatton when he's mic'd up because he's so unfiltered he hits a bad shot and you can hear him cussing himself (laughs) like he doesn't he just lets it fly yep and i think that that eases the rest of society the rest of the golfing world like well well he's one of us yep he's one of us exactly exactly you got you've got uh matt fitzpatrick and you know i'm looking at some of these um these captain's picks and uh oh they got justin rose on here justin rose yeah Sepp Straka, who's playing some good golf. Shane, uh, Shane Lowry, who oh, that's he, right. now, he's yeah. a personal favorite among my family. The way he treated uh, the little one when, when she met him at the Waste Management. Oh, cool. He, like, stopped. He, like, he ran after her because uh, he didn't take the normal path off the uh, practice green up. Okay. He went into the crowd. Oh, nice. She ran after him to sign her little flag, and he stopped and chit-chatted with her, you know, and took a picture and signed his glove and handed the glove and signed. Dude, top notch. I so love it. There will always be a soft spot in our household for, for <laughs> Shane Lowry. But Down he's, to me, he's a lot like a, I guess, a Justin Thomas. Hasn't been playing the best golf, but he's an anchor when it comes to morality. Right. Or not morality. Is it morality? Is the right word? I'm uh, Yeah. I'll go with yeah, that. yeah, morality, you're, you're, you're morality, you're, yeah, moral. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but um, I wonder if they if they drop the ball because another kid who has shown up and been playing on the DP World Tour and playing well and actually playing better than his brother is Little Fitzpatrick. 
Matt Fitzpatrick's brother. Mm. And I'm forgetting his name like an idiot, which I should probably let's look up uh let's look <laughs> that up real quick. So we can call him by the right name. Wow. Yeah, it's uh Alex. Oh, okay. Alex Fitzpatrick. Alex Fitzpatrick. You have to think when you're looking for people in a team, especially the way this goes, people that can play well off each other. You have to think putting the Fitzpatrick brothers out there on Friday and Saturday would bode well for you. There's a little chemistry there that everyone that doesn't not, have. That no one else. No is one have. else has. These guys have yep. been playing with each other since they were children. Yep. Matt's watched his brother Alex become become a name out there on the DP World Tour. He played really well, I think, at the uh, was one of the Opens. I don't know if it was the British or the uh, U.S. He he actually played better than his brother, and you think that. Maybe there was a little, little bit of a uh, a ball drop there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know, yeah. Once you mentioned him, I was like, yeah, he's that would would have been a great pick because yeah, you're right. He, he, you know, in terms of being his brother, he's held his own doing his own, you know, out there. But, and but I feel the anchors on this team that are gonna that people are gonna that the the captains are gonna work around are. Have to be Rom, Hovland, McElroy, and Rose. Yeah, those are the like. I don't think you're going to see those four guys paired up with each other. They're no. going to be anchors to other uh, other twosomes. Yeah, is this Hovland's first Ryder Cup? I think it is. This is going to be a test for him too, because this, you know, dude, he the, the kid had a coming out party. He yeah, oh yeah, he did. He sure did. He sure he's did. He's always played very very well, and again the. Uh, what was it? It was the um, PGA Championship against that Brooks won. Mm-hmm. Who was right there with him? Yep. It was Victor. Victor is always there, and the big numbers, the big knock over the last year or so on Victor was he wins, he plays great, he always has great finishes, but can he win the big one? And the way he came out on that BMW Championship, or no, not the BMW, on the uh, tour, the, Fe- the FedEx Cup champ- the tour championship. Champ- yeah. yeah. He he won what? So it was Lucas Glover won the last event of the year, then won the BMW Championship, the the first event of the FedEx Cup, and then Victor won the last two, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's. Which was really weird because the very few pods that we've had because uh, or toward the end of the year. Especially when you, when we had you on the very first time, one of the biggest things we talked about was how hard it is to win on tour. Yeah, and it looked like at the very end of the year, not just on the PGA tour, but on the on the LPGA, you had Celine Boutier going back to back. Right. Then you had Lucas Glover going back to back. Right. Then you had Victor Hovland going back to back. It's like all of a sudden you were seeing something in golf that anyone who plays the game and follows the professional level right. will tell you is one of the hardest. One, it's hard to win on tour. Two, it's hard to win back-to-backs on tour. Totally. Oh, you can't, it's, I can't and even then imagine. You're watching, then you're watching these, these men and women win back-to-backs when it comes to, like, majors, when it comes to, like, <laughs> to cha- tour championships. It was something that was just nuts. And I, I was at a loss work because, again, we sat here and talked about it. How hard it is to win, and then here we are, two, three different people. Yeah, back they go to back. back to back. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, 
but I think blew it's, our theory out of the water there. <laughs> just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. But I think it's going to be a great Ryder Cup. Your prediction: Does the U.S. do do they break their lo- losing streak in Europe? I, uh, as much as I want to say yes, I think Europe's going to pull it off. I'm going to go the other way. Okay. And I'm going to say U.S. wins by half a point. That's what I was going to think. You're, I would think it would still be close. Like, I, didn't, if, I don't if, think anyone's if, blowing out anybody. Yeah, if That's the for sure. U.S. wins, if they win, it is not going to be a blowout. It will be. No. It will come down to like one of the last two matches mm-hmm. on – on Sunday, individual play, don't know who those anchors are going to be because usually your last team's out on Sunday are your anchors. So you, from the U.S. side, you've got to imagine that one of those last two teams out on Sunday is going to be yeah. – or one of those last two players out because it's individual on Sunday is going to be – it's going to come down to Scheffler or Kepka. I, I, I personally believe it's going to come down to one of those two guys. Yeah, and you know, I. I and it depends, and it's going to, and it's going to go up, and depend on who they are playing. Now, in match play, mm-hmm. we've ha- seen Sam Burns because Sam Burns, I think, won the World Dell Championship match play. This yeah, year. that's where I kind of and first. Who, heard and of who him. did he beat? Rom Anthony McElroy. Yeah. So he could be a big name. He could be one of those, like, you know, you see, well, what's Sam Burns on there? But it could be because of that play. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's. That, that it, he's there. It's going to be a dogfight. Oh, it's, it, it's I, I can't wait. I have, uh, yeah, I am ready oh, to see I will this. Be, I, I will be up very early on Saturday and Sunday morning. <laughs> I, I, I will set the alarm. I will probably be up at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock our time in the living room, cup of coffee, <laughs> house dog, dark dog right there everyone else sleeping with it turned down low but sitting there watching Ryder Cup <laughs> because that's how excited I am for this yeah yeah I think whether I uh stay in or go out that night before I think I'm still going to be up regardless and watch this uh this event because it's just it's one of my favorites it is it's one of my favorites and it's... you know what it's really weird it's because we have the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup and for those of you that don't know the difference, Ryder Cup is USA versus Europe. President's Cup is USA versus the world. And let's be real, the world does not have shabby players. No. I mean, you'd have, I mean, you got Canada, uh, Mexico, South America, South, uh, Africa, Asia. There are some names there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, the hype, mm-hmm. and as, as Coach Prime has been saying, it's personal. Yep. That's how it is when it comes to USA Europe Ryder Cup. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it's a little bit more personal oh, than it yeah. is in the President's Cup. Totally. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, it's just the energy. I love the energy. I, coming from the background I came from, I played basketball growing up my whole life. And so I was always a part of a big crowd. Right. And then when I golfed, it was... It was different. It was a change. And when I discovered the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup and saw that that can be brought to this game and the waste management, of course, it's just like it's amazing to see. I love it. It's and I love the uh, what's at stake. Right. I love that, too. It's just more of like it's you know, personal. Yeah, it's personal. And it's and it's and it's for pride. And for some reason, 
that USA Europe rivalry, it, it's just, a, it's just, there's a little bit more. You feel like there's a little bit more dog in that fight. We love to see it, man. We love maybe to see rivalries. Because, maybe it's because you know, which I can't even, I can't think this, but it's just something. It's just something about it that it's just like, ooh, this is gonna be good. Oh yeah, I and I look forward to it every time. Every Every time when it you know comes on, I just can't wait. All right, Josh. Well, thank you for joining us. I can't wait to uh, to recap this with you and just talk to you about it. And uh, hope you have a good day. I know you're playing today, so have a great round. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me on once again. Right. And thank you. Thank you.